That was My Life as Toby by Juice Falls. If you liked that song and enjoyed it, please wait until the end of the podcast and listen to the song in its entirety. And now for the show. Welcome to Pints and Pages at Savini Comics. I'm Nick. I'm Brad. I'm Levi. And today we are going to discuss the season finale of Ahsoka. So... We'll talk about what we thought about the end, where we think it's going. Uh, probably also dip into some Mando season four because I'm sure that'll be a tie-in. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do all things Ahsoka today. Um, but yeah, and um, we'll just go from there. So I'll. What did you guys think of the the season finale? First, right off the bat, normal troopers. Then they were zombies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes, sir. You did have me on that one because I was one of the people that thought they were going to be zombies the whole time. They I thoroughly loved the finale. I loved the whole season. Um, I'm definitely curious to see where it goes. I won't go too far. I'll let you guys say what you thought. Um, yeah. I don't know. Everything that was, there was nothing wrong with that episode. No, no nothing I could say that I disliked. In all honesty, like, yeah. I don't know, it's pretty good. Um, there was there were some kind of weird points, like uh, Morgan Elsbeth, like her kind of. Uh, I think she's foreshadowing, like the sisters don't really care about Thrawn. I think the Night Sisters will be his undoing versus us. Waiting for everybody else to throw it down, and then it's going to be about killing the night sisters on death. I I definitely agree with that. Yeah, or letting them go. I don't know. Might be like, okay, we'll just leave. Kind of. <laughs> definitely, just because the way of how, as much as they're like, yes, yeah. I think at one point, I don't know if they necessarily call it master, but they're like, yeah, we'll do your bidding, something along those yeah. lines. Um, as much as they're answering to him, I think it's just so that way they can get off of yeah. Peridia, because as um, Shin and Balin talked about, the Night Sisters are running from something. I don't... And I think that has to tie into the Mortis God statues that we see at the end of the... Which I know you haven't seen Rebels. Those stat the statue that Balin was standing on is is the father of the three Mortis gods. Is the father, the daughter, and the son. Right, right. I, I think <clears throat> I don't think Balin. I don't know. This might be looking too deeply into it, but I don't think he uh, is assuming correctly that they're fleeing something uh, that's too powerful. I think they're fleeing their own extinction. If they stay on that, they were awoken from a sleep. Like that was their emergency thing for the night sisters to continue. They have to get off of that planet and get to death. And they were all their more current, like every, all the magic they can really utilize is there now. Not so much at Peridia. Right. That is true. So I think, I think they're fleeing their own extinction and, you know, the lack of resources. Whereas Balin, I think he's, 
I just think he's straight up going to the world between worlds so he can go to a specific place to, I guess, manipulate the timeline in a way. That's kind of what I think he's going for. And I don't know how people would feel about this. I would agree with, um, because I heard new rock stars mention it and I hadn't thought of it uh, before that. But I would definitely like to see them continue his story in an animated, uh, like in Tales of the Jedi. Because obviously with Ray Stevenson having passed, we can't really continue it in live action, which obviously he's got to throw some things into a throw a wrench into the plans of Disney. But I think an animated series to see more of him would be great because I love Balin's character. I don't know that we see the end of him. I, I, I'm not saying we saw the end of him. Well, I, think they'll, I, action, I, think, I think they'll recast him. I bet you do. You? I think they've also shot enough extra shit that they might be able to edit and chop it. No, you might be correct. Or they could pull, like how they did for uh, Grandma Fark, and they could if um, they it had permission from his uh, full CGI. Estate. Yeah, full yeah. CGI. <laughs> I'm and yeah, I don't know how right. people feel about that. I think as long as the CGI looks good and they get permission from the family, I love when they do shit like that. Because like Grandma Tarkin, he loved that role so much and loved being in Star Wars so much, and his family knew it, and that's maybe that's why they were 100 percent okay right. with it. Right. I think that although I enjoy Ray Stevenson, I think that he looks generic enough that they could probably recast him and not cast too big of a ship. Also, David Harbour and Star Wars. I mean, but I don't know though, yeah. if anyone... Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's not too hard to do, but I don't know if anyone can necessarily capture the way he's... like his mannerisms and his speaking patterns as in... Yeah, it could be. Could be. I mean... Clearly, I mean... Uh, Harvard wouldn't be a bad one either, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I don't think that they... I just, I don't think that it ends, even with, even, uh, I mean, they could definitely do an animated, but I don't think it ends live action. I don't think his story's over. I think it ties into something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I think it ties into something for sure. I, I definitely, definitely, I, uh, not watching the rest, not watching Rebels or Clone Wars, I was definitely kind of thrown back, I guess, by the fact that they just kind of switch spots. Like, Sabine and Ahsoka just kind of switch spots yeah. with Ezra. Like, I think that was a lot of, that was off-putting for a lot of people. But it, I didn't really... I wasn't bothered by it. I almost kind of seen it coming. I, yeah, I was, I'm right there with you. I kind of felt like we weren't going to see them all get off the planet. Somebody, yeah, somebody's getting left behind. Or so. The best group to get left behind is like they're gonna be able to get back easily. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The two that are gonna be able to get back the easiest would be Ahsoka and Sabine for sure. Yeah. And if they wouldn't have already said the line that they were packing up and leaving at the end of the episode, I would say, you know, them being in um basically their own little universe or their own um galaxies, they would have had so much time to train. I don't know if they necessarily can call the Purgles. I don't know if they have to wait for them. Because I don't know if they have the connection. I don't, I don't think that's, that's not how they're going to travel. They're going to have to race Bingo to get to the world between worlds. And they are all going to walk the, that area and jump. That's how they're going to get back. I'm fucking putting money on it. I did. Um, 
So I did hear something interesting that the so if you the statues that you had brought up, um, so there was the father, the son, and the daughter was missing. Yeah, the head. But I think also because we do see Morai, which is the owl. Yeah, um, the owl comes out. Technically, Ahsoka sees the Ahsoka is the like the replacement for the daughter. In the sense that she was, when the daughter died, she turned, she didn't turn into the owl, but essentially part of her essence or force being went into the owl, or kind of created this owl that sticks around Ahsoka, mm-hmm. basically kind of showing her that she's in the right spot. Anytime she tends to see a Morai, is it Morai? Yeah, something like that. Morai the owl, she knows that she's doing the right thing. So is the owl going to help her get back? Oh, yeah it, yeah, it flew off in the direction she most definitely probably needs to travel. Okay. Which I think is the same direction, as you pointed out, that Baylin is traveling yeah. to that temple with the flickering light. I think they're going to race, and then, okay, so it's pretty clear, like, Sabine is sadly just a bystander. Yeah, Shin's going to come out. And it's going to be a battle between Shin, Balin, and Ahsoka. A three-way battle. Like, she's going to turn on him even. Because she's upset. She's going to ride in with all the marauders just trying to fucking continue. Just fuck shit up. Yeah, she's going to miss the whole point of everything. Probably get herself killed. Balin will probably... I think he'll be dead. Like, when it comes to them kind of... uh, so do you think fixing that race? That do you I'm think envisioning. she'll kill him? Like Shin will kill him? I think it'll be like. I mean, it, I think that would be fitting. Not that they're necessarily exactly Sith, because they never really stated that they were following the Sith. They're um, definitely not following the Sith. But what I was going to say is it kind of does work in a Sith way of the apprentice killing the master, thus gaining all of the yeah. to the power of the master. Yeah. Or it'll pair off in Sabine, Shin, Balin. Master, master, apprentice. apprentice. I definitely don't think that they're Sith. I think that Balin's need or want to find the world between worlds is a is he is that neutral ground he wants to find between Jedi and Sith. He did make many statements that he wasn't a Jedi, but he wasn't a Sith. I think that's handy for some specific moment in time to go, like, claim a relic, claim somebody else, claim some kind of power, and bring it to... Do you think he's trying to go... Do you think he's trying to go back? Because, so... Trying to gain some kind of power. My brain almost went to do you think that he's going back and almost wants to take Anakin's spot? Yeah, do you think he wants to go back, not take Anakin's spot, but stop that whole situation? Uh, stop it all. Be so Anakin does. I think he wants to go further than that. Well, further back. Yeah, okay. Like the. Are you talking like as far back as like the High Republic? Probably further. I don't know. What if Balin is crazy? What if Balin is Snoke? (laughs) 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 Isn't it kind of shown though on Instagram that Snoke was made in a test tube? 
Yeah, I mean, I get those are all blue ones. With jeans somewhere. Yes, yeah, so yeah, you do have to get the jeans. So what if Balin is like traveling? So what if Balin is like traveling through time, or traveling in the world between worlds, and like, like gets fought or something, and and trying to team up with Deadpool, and Palpatine <laughs> throws him in a tube to keep him alive. I, I don't know. I think that's a reach. Yeah, I, I, not to be an asshole, I, I agree with that one. I think him being, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But I think you've ever said, made, not heard. Yeah, made you, made you guys, made you guys giggle though. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think it, there's some out there, and the I'm nice, definitely curious to. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, the nice sisters are going to unleash something pretty fucking gnarly too. Like they're going to. They ain't even used their big weapon yet. No. They they busted out one fucking one little pawn and then a bunch of like hey, we're gonna flood you with zombies. Yeah, zombies. First they're gonna not hit you, then they're gonna not hit you and try to bite you. So <laughs> bringing up the zombies, I think that was my only weird I don't even want to call it a complaint, but my like kind of weird questioning with that, because all the stormtroopers were the those volunteer they all die they get resurrected then they get stuck behind the door then the next thing we know the door gets blasted open and all of them are walking normally and running normally again they're not zombies like they were before i don't uh, those types of zombies aren't quite well because when they first like, turned they were all they were moving slowly they were yeah making the whole grunting noise and it's figuring out their movement okay like, yeah once they gain awareness, they're there we go. Really go. I that was the only thing that kind of yeah. other than that, I have no complaint. That was the only thing that when it happened, I was like, "Hold on, weren't they just stupid zombies a second ago?" I was not yeah. a fan of them breaking through that door though, because of that. Yeah. Oh, the little blast was not going to do it. If it did, then all the other movies would have failed. Yeah, because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought just because they turned into zombies didn't mean their blasters got more powerful. Yeah, um, more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't get more accurate. God, no. I think it's... Big tall news are pretty fucked. My, my big thing, because everything ties together, is I'm trying to get to the point to where... So, like... This ends, we're going to get Mando 4. We don't have confirmation. I don't think that we're getting Ahsoka 2. No, I don't think there's no time for that. Well, but we are getting the skeleton crew. That's also has been pushed back. Uh, skeleton crew and season four of Mando, I just looked them both up yesterday. They're pushed back to some date in 2024. That's all we have is 2024. Okay. Luna's Pints is a craft beer and wine spin on the classic arcade. Located at 422 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, Bonus Pints is the anchor of the bonus building on the corner of Broadway and 5th Street. They have all your favorite classic arcade games and both classic and current pinball machines. Every Wednesday is trivia, and every Thursday and Friday there is live music. Come and bring your friends. The food, the music, the games, and the people. There is something something for everyone at Bonus Fights. 
Yeah, it hasn't been officially confirmed, but there's a high likelihood of a season two. But because of the strikes that happened, they're expecting it to be a delayed season two because they have to catch up on everything that they're now behind on. Right. Sorry, I'm Googling things. I know no one can see that. I I just, I have a feeling that there is no Ahsoka season two. You know what I mean? Do you like, think they're going to just tie it in with Mando? Or There's never a plan for it. Originally, the plan was... One season of that, you get Mando to wrap it up, then it's movie. I just am I kind of so. questioning where they wrap, where Mando gets wrapped into it. I do think it, it can actually is. It's all the ties to Gideon and the whole thing. I guess that's true. I was going to say also, I guess the, a good connection is Zeb, because Zeb didn't show up in this series right. at all. Well, and the X-Wing fighter. He, yeah, so uh, what's that? Oh, God, I can't. His name escapes me, but the, the one X-Wing pilot that interacts with Mando quite a bit. Yeah. So he, Mando approached him for jobs. I forgot about that. So at the end of that, he's like, well, now that me and the kid are going to be piling around, you know, he's going to be doing some more um, honorable jobs instead of doing guild work. So he's going to be directly interacting with him, which means right now, he should be well aware of what's going on during the entirety of what's going on in Ahsoka. Guarantee Mando knows what's up, but he's dealing with remnants because he knows they're through. The Senate's being fucked. So Mandalore's handling their shit without help from the rebels. I yeah, I can. And I guarantee it's like the the X-wing pilot Mando or you know talking. Hera's obviously gonna aim. like oh yeah. Uh, once yeah. they get their stuff resolved, they're going to be like, Sabine, we're taking Mandalore back. Like, I just got word from the other people. And that's how they're going to go. They're, like, going to take Sabine back to Mandalore. Like, it should be an easy tie-in. I was going to say, that was the thing I forgot yeah. was him asking for jobs. So I was like, yeah, they know each other, but where does it tie in at? Like, yeah. you really forgot that part. And it's the, that was the same place that Zep was in. He yeah. probably wasn't present for that scene. He, that he was there. Same location, so yeah, I think that's going to be a pretty quick tie-in. Yeah, I think that's a solid tie-in for sure. Episode one, we're going to get somebody from the Ghost Crew rolling through Amanda's episode, and then they're going to be trying to hunt down the other remnants because they're they're going to know that there's a whole bunch of shit, right? And and it's still. I bet you, I bet you the end, it's going to be either the end of that movie or the end of Mando's season four. You're going to see John sitting in a fucking, either a bridge or his own fucking quarters or something. He's going to get a hollow communication from fucking Palpatine saying, execute the first order. And I guarantee and Thrawn's going to be like, yes, and he's going to know what the hell's going on already. Probably it's like, well, you look at one of the four, or one of the four, it's like eight people. One of the eight people in the Hall of Kingdom, where they're all talking about Thrawn's return, and one of them is General Hux's dad. So, like, right there, Hux is somewhere in the ranks, going to be in the First Order, 
All the remnants are going to piece together the throne returns. He's basically going to be what pulls them together, but I think the Night Sisters are going to turn on Thrawn and fucking kill him. So the first sword, he'll get it rolling, die, end of that movie. We're just into the most recent trilogy. And boom. I think that's how it's going to pan out. Put your money on it. (laughs) I'd also then be curious to see how, like, what the response would, like, if the Night Sisters kill Thrawn, what is the response? Like, do they get wiped out again, essentially? Because the Night Sisters and their people, not that they got wiped out, but they pretty much went extinct after. Oh, no, the Night Sisters are going to get drunk decks at all. Oh. But Palpatine. The Night Sisters use that magic, their magic thing. If... If indeed the Night Sisters aren't playing anything scary, it's a trick by Palpatine to get them to come to him so he can use the witchy powers for cloning and body transfer. That would make sense. Like, if um, you remember yeah. from Rise of the Skywalker when they get to Edsicle, he's got some really cloaked out witchy motherfuckers hanging out. He does. Yeah, he does. And like, I'd like to sit back like, I'm thinking. That's what he does, and Sith acolytes maybe not by choice, like they were originally Sith acolytes. They were corrupted by him. You know, I don't know. There's any number of ways you can spin it, but they're trying to bridge a gap with some of the best Star Wars we've ever gotten. And I'm like, I'm pretty excited to see what they actually jams. I'm thoroughly excited to see. Uh, I don't. I don't care. The movie can end. I think that the movie has to end with Thrawn dying. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But there will be, before he dies, there will be some big fucking tie-in reveal to the First Order. Yeah, the First Order. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, yeah. You You think at any point during... All of what they're doing now, we get, um, we get, um, Ray. In these TV shows slash the movie, I think she can make an appearance. I know she's, I mean, do you think we get Baby Ray or Baby Ray? I mean, it's gotta be Baby Ray. Well, yeah, would I have you know, slash Yawr Ray? The whole guy. <laughs> Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah, I I mean, do you think that we get no. so I just I, googled I just googled Skeleton Crew and like Jude Law is the lead character in Skeleton yeah. Crew and his character name is just Force User. So do you think at some point at some point do they tie in do they tie in some mysterious force play. user that is Palpatine's son? I was going to say, that would be the only way that we would... No, because I thought Palpatine's son was not a Force user. Oh, he was a normal. That's why right. he was a fucking... He was. He's a squid. Yeah, he was a normal, yeah, but Ray a... ended up being yeah. a Force user. Yeah, it skipped a generation. So do you, at any point, do you think we get Palpatine's son? I think we could see maybe a short scene of it. Have we already I... seen Palpatine's son and just don't know it? No, I doubt that. Timelines are funky and weird for that. Like, who knows where the fuck he would be held and kept right now? 
And at what age? Yeah, and why is it? He, why is it? He, why wasn't he ever? Why wasn't he ever mentioned in the other movies? Because I don't think Palpatine would want to mention the fact that his son is a squid. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, that no, could be, I but I don't think it was necessarily that. Um, I think his son was quick to run right off the get-go, run and flee. Like I think that was always a. He could never get him to turn to the dark side. You think he ran away from home and basically just tried to survive? Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's no canon stories to really go off of, but there's there's other legend stories that I don't think I've personally read. I don't know very many of the legends. Triclops Palpatine. Triclops? Is that from Legends, though? (laughs) Yeah, I got this monstrosity. <laughs> I can't imagine something named Triclops is no. According to Rise of Skywalker's novelization, his son Ray's father was a clone of Sheen. Is it born so? Oh. So wouldn't that technically, I mean, yeah, wouldn't that technically just make Ray the daughter then, not granddaughter, if it's a clone? It depends on we going off of the... <laughs> yes, that gets as well. Is it now? Well, yeah. Yeah, so... Because sh- it because I guess it also, how do you do, like, how do they describe cloning? Is it an exact replica of all the DNA and all the cells and it's everything? A sep- it's a whole separate functioning consciousness, though, so... Uh, right, that's also... But that wouldn't... So he was born Sheev Palpatine. I would essentially say that that is not Emperor Palpatine's granddaughter or son. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to call it crap, because no. If we're going off, so basically, basically, Emperor Palpatine yeah. cloned himself, and that clone had a child. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, because of that's right. Which would then explain why he doesn't talk about it. Because the Sith, not that they're not, I don't. The, it's kind of their secret because obviously, no one knew Palpatine was alive and fucking kept himself cloned and going, cloning Snoke and right. all the other shit. So one of those Sith secrets. Yeah, maybe that's why we don't know about him. Is because why would he reveal someone that looks identical to him? Unless I mean, yeah, it could be a son, but well, and a son that looks that identical, a clone would be a target too. That's so. true. Even a son would be a target just for the DNA, even if it's a squid, right? Maybe he uh, acted like a complete fucking idiot and let his high tech cloning facilities get destroyed. Yeah. When he could have just like not destroyed that, yeah, and figured it the fuck out. Like that, that was something I never understood. Okay, sure, you don't want the fucking clones and all this shit, but why? Why destroy it? Empty it, lock it down, militarize it, and then like you, he would have had it made. Now he's cloning under a big gigantic magical floating fucking rock full of freaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll. It, that's the interesting part for me, and I, you guys, you guys are looking at it from a totally different angle because you guys watch Clone Wars and um, Rebels, so you guys are looking at it from all of that, and I don't know that lore as well as you guys do. So I'm, 
I'm like, I'm intrigued by how they're going to make it all flow into seven, eight, nine. Like that, that is what intrigues me is how this is going to flow. Cause at this point, I think they've done a really good job of making an extension of six. Like oh, I think, I think, I think that I think Mando and Ahsoka, I think the TV shows, these TV shows have done a good job of expanding on six. I, I would go as far as I think Obi-Wan, the TV show, did a very good job of expanding on three. Yes, very yeah. much so, too. It yeah. It more than anything. Yeah. So I think a couple things in that show that weren't needed. But I, I think that uh, I think it did a good job of expanding on, on episode three. I think these shows have done a good job of six. So I'm intrigued how they they go from an extension to a prequel, a sequel to a prequel. Because that you're not just doing a sequel to Return of the Jedi, you're doing a prequel to you know seven, eight, nine. Yeah, seven, eight, nine. So I guess that also brings up the thought process. Do we see a young Kylo at any point during any of this? Because we're going to be seeing the rise of the first empire. I know he doesn't show up till after him and Luke get into it while he's tra- he's Luke is training him. Watch him dump a fucking weird ass Millennium Falcon background someone that uh, that's that's that would require us going to also Jakku with Ray fucking waiting for that. Yeah that's that and that's an interesting that's an well, interesting thing because so here here because they brought up Leia yeah in episode eight. Yeah. I mean they brought up Leia. Which is- so they've opened the door now because you've got to believe at this point at this point Ben Solo's got a. He's either or by this point, but this is only in. This is only five or six years after uh, episode six, so he would have to be. Well, no, I find it more like more like fifteen years. Only fifteen years, is yeah, because because uh, each season of Mando is like a year to two years. Like I. Truth season of Mando, it's like a year, a year, 11 years after A New Hope, 10 to 15 years after Star Wars Rebels, and 30 years since the events of the Clone Wars. So, yeah. So it's 11 years after A New Hope. Yeah. Which would make, what, what is the gap, though, between A New Hope and Episode 6? Because you got to subtract that, then also, if this is 11 years from A New Hope, it would probably be like 20 something because. Ben wasn't that old. I'm talking. Wait, Rise of Skywalker. I'm talking about Ahsoka. Ahsoka is 11 years from A New Hope. Okay. Sorry, I guess I should have been specific. No, I thought you were referring to that. So yeah, then it would probably be about 10 years out for Rise. Yeah. So I mean, he'd be young. He'd be a young kid at this point, like single digit. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say probably getting close to that, like seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. That's a lot of math. That is a lot of math to try to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a new, yeah, a new hope is zero BBY. Yeah, because that a new hope is where the battle of Yavin is. Yeah, at. yeah. So episode 
five. The Empire Strikes Back is three years after. So this. Is so then, Return of the Jedi is four years after. It's four A B Y. So this is seven years. Mando season one and two is nine years. A B Y. A book of Boba Fett is nine to eleven. A B Y. Mando three is eleven. Ahsoka is eleven. Skeleton crew is a question mark. And then the film is a question mark. Knew that eleventh year was out the fucking year. Fuck yeah, was uh, um, Star Wars Resistance the cartoon? Oh uh, yeah, thirty four to thirty five. A A B Y. Force Awakens is thirty four years. So that's going to take place right at the same time as the Force Awakens. So it is twenty. He's not born yet. There's no, no, there's no way. How old he is when he's Kylo Ren? Yeah, is he like fucking thirty? Because that's that's what twenty twenty three years, roughly twenty nine years old. Okay, so he'd be six. He'd be six right now. Yeah, he'd be six in Ahsoka. Which I mean, there's enough time between Ahsoka, Mando season four, the movie. And if they decide to do anything after the movie, anywhere in there, we could see a young Kylo. A young so he's Benson. six, so when does he turn on Luke? He looks like he's a young teenager. Like, yeah, I'm not 14. You think Jason dies in the fucking temple? Oh, shit. Who's Jason? Jason Harrison. Harrison. So, there's no Jedi's left. You think Grogu and fucking Jason die at the hands of Kylo? I was going to say, Jason and Grogu have to be gone by the time of seven. Do you think Sabine dies at the hands of the fucking Knights of Ren and Kylo Ren? What is that? Yeah. Ezra, Ahsoka. What if Balin's not going back to get an artifact? What if Balin is the one that triggers Kylo? You got to try to explain your thought process there. Wait. Because Kylo and Luke happened in the middle of the night, what looks like on the same island of fucking Octu. No, it's a different island. Oh, is it? It looks like the same stone. No, uh, yeah. Uh, he builds one similar. Yeah, no, that wouldn't that that wouldn't work. That would that doesn't work. That is, but I mean, either way, sanity, it doesn't work. But so. Yeah. So yeah. I mean I Balin's gonna be thwarted in his plans. Balin Balin is the, the wild card here. I'm not sure where he fits in at all. I think he's gonna have a little side quest adventure that pretty much gives us the destiny. I think if Ray Stevenson doesn't die, we get a Balin show. Yeah, if you would if yeah, if Ray Stevenson I, I don't I think if he dies, I think that he's been a well enough like character and maybe it's because he did die but I think people have enjoyed him I would see I could see him getting a spin off but not now because Ray Stevenson's gone but but I I think it's interesting yeah because so Kylo would be six if he was if he was 13 I think they're all just being they're all being called by fucking Palpatine. Palpatine called the Ben Cross this year. He calls fucking everyone. He calls Ray Cross. Yeah, he puppets Snow. Like, full-on marionette force puppet. 
He's force puppeting Snoke while also still yeah. inside of Kylo's mind, and then also we see through Seven penetrating Ray's mind while also ha- being basically experimented on. You see him all old and decrepit and decaying. There's no way they're not actively doing shit to keep him alive. Yeah. So I mean, it's quite possible that he is just literally pulling every single string piece. He needs a piece of his puzzle that was locked away in a place that he couldn't survive traveling to. Oh. So, yeah, I think he's manipulated this whole thing to get all these people's attention to fucking Peridia. Get the witches. I think it all ties According to Palpatine playing the strings again. So, okay, so here's here's something interesting. Thanks to the the new Star Wars Timelines book from Kristen, there's several people. Is it the newest book that just came out? So this is the newest book that just came out. The Starlight. This, well, this was this was a, this is from April, oh, but okay. this is this is a new Star Wars Timeline book, and according to the entries in Star Wars Timelines book, twenty eight ABY was a major year in which several significant events took place. However, they all stemmed from the inciting incident when the truth about Leia Organa as Darth Vader's daughter was publicly exposed. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, so... Because she that's when she gets kicked out of the rebellion. Not kicked out of the rebellion, but thrown out of it. Yeah, Leia Leia is publicly exposed as Darth Vader's biological daughter, leading to the end of her political career and shattering her relationship with Ben. So this, um, this is when Ben turns and gets corrupted. So he'd be 28 AB. And if we're at 11 and he's 6, so that'd be he'd be like 17. 17. Which makes sense, honestly. Yeah. That would make sense. He's right at that yeah. cusp of adult age, still in the midst of a teenage rebellion. And Snoke is the one that turns it. Palpatine. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I know it's Snoke walks so. up, he's yeah. like, hey, you. The tragedy—that's our place. <laughs> um, yeah, Ben's crafting a cost Lucas Jedi Academy on Osus. Osus. Yeah. Yeah. O S S U S. That's the planet he built. That yeah. The weird little it's worth noting that Ben was not the one who destroyed Luke's temple. It's heavily implied in the series that Palpatine used the Force, manipulating a lightning strike to set the temple on fire, which convinced Ben there would be no way back. Regardless of the fact that Ben's transformation into Kylo Ren happened the same year following the truth about Darth Vader is incredibly significant. So it was the next year, so he would have been 18. It makes perfect sense in terms of growing darkness and Luke's decision to com- confront his troubling nephew. Yeah. So, yeah, so 28 AB. So the big year of 11 AB is followed by the big year of 28 AB. Mm-hmm. But if all this is happening, that means the Jedi are thriving. So by this time, 
I wouldn't, I don't know. By this time, well, by this time, the Night Sisters and and Thrawn have to be gone. Well, I don't know if they necessarily have to be gone because the First Order doesn't, uh, what, they show up maybe a year before we see them in. Well, you realize that Darth Vader's fucking stronghold, isn't it? He's got it on Mustafar, and then he's got something on Dathomir, and then he also has something on Kamina. Just fucking wild. I don't think they necessarily have to be gone by that point, but they still have to be in the shadows. The First Order can't have came out by then. But yes, that does actually contradict us saying that they don't all have to be dead by the time that Kylo is training. Yeah, all the Jedi. No, so he's training a new generation of Jedi, which I imagine he'd be. I guess we could all. I mean, I could theorize that maybe he's. Uh, fucking inspired by the fact that Ahsoka's trained Sabine, Ezra's kept on through Kanan, and all, and with also Hugh Yang and um, the other little bits of Jedi remnants, that's enough to convince Luke, all right, I can start the temple. I need to make a new generation of them. My thing is, is when, uh, when is Hugh Yang going to go? Because we've gotten all the, like, they should have really not wrote those three fucking movies until Filoni did his shit. Oh, yeah. Because we could have had Hu Yang in the next trilogy. Right. It would have made fucking sense. Right. And right next to old-ass Luke, fucking thousands of years going still, you know, like, who uh, he would have been great in Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Teaching fucking Ray. Kill him off in the second order. So stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. So Rise of Sky. Here's the inner. Here's an interesting part. Rise of Skywalker, which is we're totally off subject from Ahsoka, but Rise yeah. of Skywalker. I mean, we're tied on. Is thirty five ABY right? Yeah. So you're talking seven years after he turns from Ben to to Kylo, but the the, the new one. Located at 430 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, on the bonus level, the second floor of bonus pints is the Lantern. The Lantern is a glowing light in a small town. They're a shop filled with art, clothing, books, and all your current Halloween needs. They are currently carrying cat skull candles, black cat drinking glasses, Halloween-themed dresses, and shirts, and some 3D horror decor that will scratch your Halloween itch. Check out their Facebook page for when they are open and what new items they are stocking daily. New Jedi Order, the new movie with Ray, is 50 AB, 15 years after after Rise of Skywalker. She's going to be about 35. Or no, that'd be because... She'd be about 37, 38. Right, but I think it's interesting that they did a 15-year jump because she's not going to look 15 years older, that's for sure. Oh, that's definitely for sure. I think but it's, they did a 15-year jump. I think it's a way of implying, uh, like, you can give her an overwhelming amount of power and not have to say how she got it. 
you know, oh, it's been 15 years. You know, that she's that much stronger. Yeah, that's I was going to say, I mean, we're already getting this. <laughs> well, I've already seen the same complaints with Sabine that we saw with the Ray. is that Sabine's now being considered a Mary Sue with the fucking Force. Yeah, uh, well, and not only that, but you got to jump at 15 years because because she's going to have to have apprentices. Like, she's going to have to have a little, you know, youngling group. Of Jedi, I hope, and one of them, one of them's gonna go insane and and try to kill everybody. I hope it's Grogu. I don't want to say how would we get Grogu? Like, how would they explain Grogu not showing up in the three movies? How does explaining Yoda just hanging out on Dagobah? Man, I guess that's a masterful fight. This is the thing. All these powerful fucking Jedi sat on their ass while people that didn't know what the fuck they were doing. I mean, they just—they just convinced us, us fucking assholes, to watch eight episodes of Ahsoka. Not and I mean, Ahsoka wasn't in four, five, and six. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, that's what I mean. So they don't have to explain where Grogu was. They never bothered to really explain where Ahsoka was. Yeah. For 30 years. Just like, eh, she can give a fuck. I mean, but it goes back to the same thing of every fucking Jedi's just, every great Jedi's went and sat on their ass. That's yeah. the explanation with the same thing. Yeah. So they I mean, all went and Captain Marvel did. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, right. Like, Captain Marvel just disappears whenever she wants. Go sit on the moons. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of just, it, it is what it is, I guess. But yeah, I mean. I hear so many people bitch about that. I hate that that is, that, that you just have to accept. I hate that. We just have to accept the fact that every great Jedi is a fucking bitch and just sits on their ass. Well, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, they, it's just kind of what they all have. I mean, look at Luke. I mean, you're not going to know everything going on there, but- I know, right? Like, and it's a big galaxy, and they made that clear by introducing all the different planets and all the different systems. They definitely, I mean, look at Luke. Ben, I mean, Ben turns into Kylo, yeah. slowly starts taking over, I mean, with the First Order, and Luke's just hanging out on a mountain, like, just like, not my circus, not my monkeys. You know, I mean, it's just like, I mean, he just like doesn't care. Like, well, I, I know. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I mean, he just didn't care. And, um, fucking white suits are back. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to fuck up. Now I'm going to leave. I'm going to suck titty milk and eat fish on an island. I'm going to go suck titty melons. Yeah. It's like, I mean, just like, just, I'm hanging out on the mountain. Don't know what to tell you guys. I learned pull little crevasses across the fucking thing to spearfish, but you know. Yeah, saving the galaxy. Yeah, galaxy can take a height. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so yeah, I mean they could do that. I mean they they really don't need to explain anything. People people to buy into it. All they got to do is tie it up in a ribbon at the end. Kind of, sort of. They don't even do that hardly anymore. Ryan Johnson screwed that up. I was gonna say that I could also make the argument for Luke because we don't know. What- Technically, JJ was going to do because there's. I've heard several times in interviews and uh, discussions about it. JJ had to cut the last five seconds of the movie because originally Luke was going to grab the when he got handed the lightsaber and was going to light it. 
And instead, Ryan Johnson decided to have him throw it over his shoulder into the fucking ocean. So, I mean, you can make that argument that maybe he would have just... I mean, he did sit on his ass throughout all of it until Ray got there. My thing is, is why did... Okay, Floney knows the right answer to that question. Yes, he does. Floney's... I don't want... I don't want it. You don't want it? Why the fuck didn't Luke say, I don't want that? Instead of fucking throwing it like a little weirdo. Right. Why didn't he pull on Ezra and say, I don't want that easy bit. Like, you keep that fucking thing. Right. Well, and that, that goes in that, also, though, in my opinion, Brian Johnson just fucking shit up. That, that, is your pro- that, is, that is your problem when you've got a non-Star Wars fan. Yeah, a non, a not, he, he might I be a Star Wars, Wars fan. He's a phony. Oh, no, he openly stated he did not care. Yeah, and that, and that's the problem. Like, the problem was, so the first three, four, five, and six, you got you got a clear vision because it was George Lucas. Was, even though you had different directors, it was George Lucas all. did all of it. He did one, two, and three too. He did the same thing, directed them, and oversaw all of it. Even with uh, John Fabra and Filoni with the cartoons and now the TV shows, they are overseeing all of it. It is one. I mean, they are doing it yeah. together, and for whatever reason, for the last for seven, eight, and nine, they it was supposed to be J.J. Abrams, and for some odd reason, the movie studio just stepped in and said, "No, we're going to give the middle one to well, we're going to give this one, we're going to let Ryan Johnson finish it," and yeah, then really- and then and then nobody liked his movie, although we've learned to find out that for whatever reason, some people do. Uh, and then they were like, oh, crap, never mind, we're going to give it back to JJ. I think that's your problem with 7, 8, and 9. That's still the part that I can't understand. The only thing I've ever heard of why they got rid of JJ was because of the fact that he kept making 8 so dark. Now, it's the only thing I kept ever hearing about it. But I've, not, I've not done research now about it, but... And that, but that is like, that is in true trilogy fashion. Yeah, like Clark said it best. He got, I mean, Empire. Luke gets when, his hand cut when, off. When, yeah, when, yeah. Luke gets when, his hand cut off. When, Han gets frozen by Boba Fett. It's it's like that was yeah. I mean that is it's, it's good it, guy bad guy good guy. Like that obviously they didn't have to do that, but it's what kept everyone in from five yeah. into six. I mean, they could have done other things to keep people. But that's such a yeah. huge ordeal to keep people involved and interested. The only, the only viable trilogy that you trilogy that you can't do that they couldn't do that with was one, two, and three. Yeah, and the reason they couldn't do that with one, two, and three. They were telling the story of Darth Vader. Is because they were telling the story of Darth Vader. So they had they do. Uh, are they? I mean, they, they kind of did. Um, they kind of did because two was Attack of the Clones, so it was definitely dark. But I, out of I, the clone, my opinion, the turn of the whole. Yeah, the, my, my my opinion out of the three movies, the third one was the darkest, even though Obi Wan won. Oh, we saw the downfall of what were our heroes. But it was definitely darker, I thought, than T. I would agree with that. 
Actually, if you really look at it, it was a lose, lose, lose. All three lost. I mean, everything was lost to the bad guys and all. Wait, but in one they all you know the dual fates man. Yeah, I, yeah, it was quite gone. Okay. Never mind. That everybody says that was the moment that was the dark side winning. Anyway, I do like that. that everything theory. that led to all if Qui Gon would have trained Anakin instead of Obi Wan, we would not have gotten. Yeah, yeah, technically, technically, but he wouldn't have brought him down. So technically, not but yeah. but even with that, even with that, even with Qui Gon. Even with Qui-Gon and, and Darth Maul dying in that, the big thing was... They blew up the train. The big thing... Yeah, the big thing was Anakin blowing up the blockade. That was that was their... Yeah. We won! You know, and then he went in and, and attacked and the clones. Get at the end of it, even though it is a, technically a funeral, it's still a celebration of we won and we're celebrating Qui-Gon. Because they, they defeated the at the time, they were the Trade Federation. They weren't the Separatists. You no, know, they weren't. It's the Trade Federation. They defeated a small privateer group. And that was the victory. But they lost one of the most powerful Jedi. So, like, that's why I can't consider that movie a victory in any sense. Because, right, they went straight for the red herring, lost their most valuable player, and fucking... Took the bait. Uh, yeah, right, right. Took the Sam bait. Wentworth right. is still the Sam only man to ever kill Liam Neeson in a movie. <laughs> right, right. They, they, and and the the uh, it's weird how how one, two, and three worked because honestly, if you look at it, um, you know, so so four, five, and six. Darth Vader was the bad guy. And four, five, and six, Darth Vader was your bad guy. Palpatine, you could argue that Palpatine was the bad guy in six. Yeah. But but it was still it Literally, was Vader for the last five was, minutes. Yeah, it was Vader for the first, you know, uh, yeah, maybe fifteen minutes. But yeah, yeah, it was Vader for the majority of the movie. So you had Vader for those movies. And then arguably until the last half an hour. Kylo Ren's kind of the bad guy, the struggling emo bad guy. Emo nights tomorrow. Yeah, um, I will say so. This will be after that, but anyway. In honor of emo night, I love the fact that he was he was just like Anakin, and everyone hates it, but I love it. Yeah, and and he struggled. But if you look at one, two, and three, you're building towards Vader. But they had two of the most iconic. Star Wars bad guys ever, and, and Darth Maul and General Grievous. Yeah, and honestly, Count Dooku. Like I know not a lot of people think of him, but Count Dooku is honestly up there. And the- yeah, do- I mean Dooku. Dooku was a solid, but I, he was overshadowed I by the Grievous. By Grievous. Yeah, I mean, but but and you but you could argue, but they had they had solid good guy or bad guys in one, two, and three, and. Multiple. So you had you had Palpatine pulling the strings yeah. with Maul, with Grievous, with Dooku, and then Anakin turning yeah. bad with Palpatine. You had an array of bad guys in one, two, and three, 
where four, five, and six was really only one and a half. And honestly, seven, eight, and nine, because I don't even count Snoke, because he wasn't, I mean, he was completely useless in the story. Ryan Johnson made him completely useless in yeah. eight. And because he needed to have, because he needed to play Casimir in the middle of his movie for whatever reason. I will say, I do enjoy that scene, though, just because the fact, and I, it, I, my brother-in-law, Tyler, explained it to me of how it made sense, because I've always argued that, you know, Snow was literally saying, I can read your mind as he gets stabbed, but at the same time, you can notice that Kylo's twisting his blade the same way he's twisting, like, he's twisting his wrist the same way that he's twisting that, um, the lightsaber on his pedestal. So... I mean, Snoke was still big and powerful. I get what you're saying. Or I get what you're saying. He was um, meddling nothing, but he still was big and powerful. Yeah, that scene felt... The, the, that scene, unfortunately to me, although it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that's listened to the podcast because I did not care for eight at all. That scene, when it started, felt to me like he had just finished watching Thor. And he needed a really cool action-packed 70s music scene. <laughs> like, it felt like a complete and utter Thor ripoff. And the funny thing is, is, like, people... I, I, I can see what you're like, saying. hated Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I fucking loved it. I loved it for that reason, but I felt like Ryan Johnson completely ripped off that whole entire scene. Thor Ragnarok, not to sidetrack completely. Thor Ragnarok was great, but it gave a green light to what came Thor Love and Thunder, and that's why I can't look at Ragnarok in a good light anymore. Yeah. It was great when it came out, but it gave a green light for what became number four, and they pissed all over it. So. Yeah. Well, the reason they pissed all over that was the bad guy was bad. Christian Bale wasn't. That bad guy was uh, They also, golden thing. and we're sidetracking, I, I will bring it right back after this. But they also ruined the whole Mighty Thor of Jane Foster. Oh. That comic book run is, I don't think it's still going on, but it went on for a long, long time without Jane Foster ever dying. And she was a giant part of being Thor. Yeah. And they, in what, two hours, ruined all of that. Yeah. Yeah, they dropped it pretty good. But anyways, back to the Ahsoka shit. But yeah, I... I but yeah, I mean, one, two, and three just the. I mean, they pulled it together. All those bad guys just and that and and it makes it makes. I can see why if you were a kid in that era, one, two, and three hold a place because I mean, honestly, because you always gravitate towards the bad guy. I, I told you today, my favorite villain of all time, and always will be, is Darth Vader. As uh, the kid of that generation, Darth Maul kept, kept me hooked. General Grievous was fantastic, and Dooku gave enough of an insight with, obviously being a child, I didn't understand it, but enough of that intellectual, but cool bad guy, that kept it all going for me. Yeah, and him, the fight with him and Yoda was fantastic. That was amazing fight. I still go back and watch those movies and love yeah. those fights. Yeah, the fight between those two or the fight between Palpatine and Yoda in, the, the, Senate floor. in the Senate floor. Yeah. <laughs> it was I mean that was a solid that was a solid action scene yeah. too. 
for sure, for sure, a solid action scene. But it that that so that is what intrigues me is as I like how it's all kind of come together. Um, I watched Andor. I enjoyed Andor. I'm so waiting on that season two, man. I don't know when season two is gonna hit. I enjoyed it, but that's why I have a harder time finding it a place because it's not part of that storyline. Holy shit, August 2024. Okay, season two. That's way too long for season yeah. two, but yes. Yeah. So, and that was posted in August 4th of 2023. So, yeah, it'll be uh, yeah, I mean I'm excited to to see what how they how they wrap it all together. That's that's what I'm excited I'm, to see. I'm definitely excited to see how they wrap it all together. I'm for my big curiosity will be real quickly is where Thrawn, how we see Thrawn rise up because I definitely agree with Brad he's going to start the first he's going to be the starting point for the first order being the grand commander and strategist and intellectual that he is but I want to see how he starts it and also gets killed off before 7, 8, 9 ever start unless they decide that he Kind of like we've talked before, they don't have to explain everything. He somehow lived through the background of seven, eight, nine. Yeah, no, I don't. Think, I doubt that. I don't think you can do that with somebody like Thrawn. I don't think you can either. But also at the same time, we've seen him do it with shit. Not maybe someone as big as Thrawn, but we've seen him try to. I mean, Ahsoka, I guess you could say, is almost as big as Thrawn. She's a giant Jedi. Everyone loved her because of the Clone Wars. And yeah. Rebel series. Yeah. She could argue being up there and she just, like you said to me, she just skates by four, five, and six. Right. Right. I, one thing, disappointment out of the entire season was the fact that we didn't get to Will Morrison as Rex without a helmet on. I'm right there with you. We, and we also only got 15 seconds. We got two different face armors, but yeah, it was like, what in the fuck? Like, we had some hype going into it. But I don't know if you've seen... And I will re-Google it just to make sure it's not a fever dream I had. But I'm pretty sure because of those um, flashbacks, um, Disney, because of the fan outcry for it, Disney immediately greenlit a live-action Clone Wars series with Hayden Christensen. I apologize that I can't remember the actress's name, but the kid that played Lady, uh, the kid Ahsoka. And tomorrow, Morrison, and then everyone else for a pre or a Clone Wars live action. And like I said, let me Google it. Why would they do that? Because fans were crying for it so much. I, 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 I think it's a bad idea, but I've, um, I immediately saw it after. We already know what I was like. Yeah. I agree. We don't. Yeah, we don't need to see it all again. Located at 430 East Broadway in beautiful downtown Logansport, on the bonus level, the second floor of Bonus Pines, is Savini Comics. Savini Comics has all your toys, gaming, and comic needs. We have Dungeons and Dragons. We have Magic the Gathering. We have Pokemon. We have Disney Lorcana. We have Marvel and DC comic books. We have Marvel and DC figures. We have Star Wars. We have wrestling. 
Come join us at Savini Comics for all your gaming, toys, and comic book needs. I'm just going to see Uncle Ben die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that uh, it's so definitely now, not needed. So now that I'm googling it, the because when it when I first saw it, I got a couple links. All of those are. Like the websites I went to before are not that, like those articles are not there anymore. So I think it might have just been a rumor that went around that I fell for. Well, this says that it's possible, but it's unnecessary. But right now, they're not. The, this article that I'm reading on Forbes says that Ewan McGregor wants to play Obi Wan Kenobi again, but they're not sure that they're going to give him a season two. But what they could give him is live action is a live action Clone Wars with him, Anakin, and the young Ahsoka. I don't think it's needed. But it's definitely I don't think it's needed. I think it's a waste of resource, time, and money. I think it'd be cool. I do think it'd be awesome to see Hayden Christensen, um Neil McGregor. Uh, does that mean you're gonna stick fucking Katie Sack off and fucking all the mandos in it too, right? You have to find. You're not fine. You have yeah. to put Bo-Katan in there. You have to. She's like crucial to the fucking Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Granted, though, I will state I can make the argument that we could easily throw her in there because seeing her in live action, right after seeing her in the uh, animated, they look identical. She does not look her age at all. So you could theoretically do it. Yeah, she voices the... Yeah, she voices that's why the, they made yeah. her. Or not why they made her the actress, but I know that was a big part of it. Um, You gotta recast Dooku. Yeah. You know, fun fact about him, do you know he was alive to see the last guillotining ever happen? The yeah. actor that played Dooku? He witnessed the light last... Um, Public execution with a guillotine. He was there live because he was he's he's French and he's that old. It, it, Christopher Lee, right? yeah, Christopher Lee. He's also the only person um, in the Lord of the Rings uh, movies who ever actually spoke to Tolkien himself. Yeah, <clears throat> and so during the filming, they um, the directors and all of the people making the production would specifically ask Christopher Lee what he thought of things because he was the only person that knew Tolkien. Oh, that's interesting. That guy was amazing. He, he's got um, yeah, he's got a heavy metal album too. Really, I didn't know that part. Yeah. yeah, I knew he was in a heavy metal band. I didn't know he had like they actually had albums. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, and I'd hate to see them recast him. Honestly, yeah, that's what I mean. You'd have to recast him. Well, yeah, you, you have. You could resurrect him. You could try. CGI, yeah. CGI and AI is voice. <laughs> you know, that's what they did with Darth Vader in Obi Wan. No, oh, yeah, it's all an AI voice. Yeah, it's James Earl Jones's voice that they just they just AI'd. They they well, took they took of parts people, of it right. A lot of people didn't know that it's a full because if you look through the credits. Um, they fully, uh, it's still, um, what's his name? What you just it's said? Hayden Christensen. No, no, no. Oh, James, James, James Jones. Jones. Yeah, it's still James Earl Jones credited, but right under it is an AI um, company that basically they took every snippet of him speaking as Darth Vader 
threw it into this uh, program and then could just type out the lines and speak it perfectly. Yeah, and I think Hayden Christensen was in the suit. Yes, he was under the suit the whole yeah, time. He was in the suit the whole time. I don't think it was the whole time. Was yeah, it I don't think the whole it was time? The, I thought it was the whole time. I thought I saw. Him, I thought I saw a thing where they had him under the suit for the whole thing. Because I thought they did. Did they do reshoots? Did they do? I I don't know. Yeah, I thought there was a scene of him when he's walking through town. When all the yeah, I I thought that was someone else. Uh, could have been because there's like. It would see. I, I'm always reluctant to believe that because there's three Mandos. Yeah, right. Pedro Pascal and his two other was the, the cowboy. I'm yeah. very bad with the reds. Uh, but everybody tends to have multiple stunt doubles because right. some of them are flyers and some of them are combat oriented. Like yeah, like I the one Mando guy is literally there because he's a professional. Gun shooter. No, that's just the whole thing. Is they want him for the gun scene. Yeah. So I can't. the The only one that I can find confirmed that Hayden Christensen was under the suit was Episode Three for Obi Wan. Uh, oh, I could see it for whole episodes, but anytime you don't see any face exposed, I guarantee most of the time it's not him. Probably not. I just saw, I remember seeing an article when it came out that they stated he was under the suit the whole time. But like I said, just seeing it now. I remember him saying he wanted to be under the suit as much as possible. Well, even back in the day, even back in the day, there was, there was three Darth Vader's. There's what's his name? David Prowse. There was Prowse. There was another one. I thought it was just Prowse. It was Prowse. There was a. Uh, I think there was a another guy who was like. It wasn't on a new home. It was on one of the other ones, and it was like for Prowse. Well, one Prowse. No. Prowse was the. It was for like some scenes, or somebody filled in for like a scene or something. Yeah, yeah, because Prowse was the guy. Yeah. For all of a new hope, I thought. Well, no, yeah, the the face actor, face actor. Oh, yeah, the face, face actor. actor. So yeah, James Earl Jones, there's Krauss, and then there's him. Yeah. There's three guys right there. Well, I would have just assumed I would have. I, I don't know. I yeah, so I yeah. just assumed it was the same guy. No, James Earl Jones never wore the suit. I knew that. Yeah, never. Which I imagine every Star Wars fan knows this, but I always love saying, you know, they put a scuba tank helmet on him to do the voice lines. Mm, that's always a fun fact I've heard. No, I never heard that one. Yeah, for him to do the Vader lines back back then, they supposedly put a scuba tank helmet on him and had him speak through it with, I'm guessing, some kind of modulator yeah. to help. That's wild. That would be fucking tougher than shit to deal with, sit there in that fucking helmet. I agree. Where are you over there, Google? I'm trying to find the guy that played him when he was yeah, yeah. when he took his mask off. Was it Bob Anderson? Um, he was the stunt double for Darth Vader's lightsaber battles in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Bob Anderson was. 
Yeah, I knew it was more than friends. Because I didn't think Prousey didn't Prouse die before. No, like Prouse yeah. is still alive, isn't he? No way. Prouse is like 40. No, 2020. He just died in 2020. He must have been like 80 years old. Yeah. James Earl Jones is still alive. Did you know that? Prouse was 85 when he died. Did you know that originally James Earl Jones never featured in the credits until uh, Return of the Jedi? Correct. Out of respect. For, I'm just now reading that. That was correct. I was looking up um, just random facts. I didn't know that. Sebastian Shaw. That's the guy that played Vader. Yeah. That's the guy that played Vader. That was the... I knew there was quite a few of them. More than that was the guy. That was the one where he took off his mask in, in Jedi. So I think what I'm specifically referencing to give exact detail for is for the breathing of Vader, the um, sound designer Ben Burr went to a dive shop and jammed a small microphone into a scuba helmet and started breathing through it. So I think that's the full fact to get it correct, because that's what I was looking up over here. Yeah. In 1982, Shaw was chosen for the small but crucial role of redeemed, unmasked, and dying Anakin Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. As in the previous films, Prowse and Anderson played the costume scenes. James Earl Jones and Ben Burt um, provided the voice and breath of Darth Vader. Shaw was cast in a single scene with Mark Hamill during the moment aboard the second Death Star when Luke Skywalker unmasks his dying father. Since this scene was the unequivocal emotional climax of the film, the cast, the casting crew saw an experienced actor for the role. Contrary to popular belief, Shaw was familiar with the previous two Star Wars films, enjoyed them particularly for the visual effects, which he described in an interview with a science fiction movie. When Shaw is on set, blah, 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 blah. Now, was Shaw the original? Shaw was the original ghost then, too. Yes, yes. He was okay. the original ghost. Uh, he was the original was, ghost. There's an action figure that shows him in Jedi robes. Yeah, he was the original ghost. Yeah, buddy of mine has it. So, thinking about talking about actors and stuff of back then, you guys were adults, or at least older than I was back then. I think you were an adult. Um, Dad. Um, why was Hayden Christensen hated so much for the prequel trilogies? Because that's the one thing I always hear brought up. He was sad. Yeah, he was stiff. Dry. He was well, stiff. see, I hear everyone complain that they're like, oh, he's just a moody teenager. This is stupid. Yeah. He well, played it too angsty. But people complain that he played it too angsty. I was going to say, I am, granted, I do look at it because I was a child back then and they're all my favorites, but I think it's the right amount of angst. I mean, I do the agree part, there, are, there, are, there are parts where maybe it's a little too much or stuff, but for, I think, the most part, I I think it... No, I wouldn't use believable. I think that would be correct. It could be unbelievable, but I, I think it's right. Yeah, that, I mean, that was the biggest complaint. He played it stiff, and I mean, people didn't like Jake Lloyd, the little kid from episode one. Really? They, yeah, they gave... 
Yeah, they gave yeah. him shit because he was too much of a kid or whatever. They, I think they wanted yeah, Darth Vader to be like this dark, brooding, almost like a serial killer as a child. Yeah, and that's not how they portray him. I think people are creeped out by kids who can speak a lot of dialogue too. When kids are able yeah. to like look at Macaulay Culkin, man, and his his uh, more darker roles when he was a kid, like what's I've heard there was a dark side to yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I've only yeah. ever seen Top Blood too, and that's my oh, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin was uh, such a well actor at such an early age. Like it, it has seen ruined his life. I was gonna say I heard it. Him being a child actor really ruined not necessarily his life, so but a lot of shit yeah. for him. Well, he was so good before Home Alone and Uncle Buck. Oh, yeah. He gets to the list. Haven't seen Uncle Buck. He's so good in Uncle Buck. And he was, I mean, he was what, six? Yeah, something. And he had a ton of dialogue in that thing. Long lines. So he nailed it every time. And the kid did anything, he always nailed it. Yeah. Child actors get. There's so much to do. It's it's got to be hard to make that much money as a child for the child and the parent to try to figure out. What the fuck to do? Yeah, because you're the parent. You know, your child is making money. I've heard some child actors talk about it. Like, it's a weird relationship because essentially the parents retire. Essentially, the parents... The child is supporting the parent. It's like the parents are still the guardian figure, but the child is the one that's like, hey, I'm paying the bills around you. You can't use that. I pay the bills that you want. Yeah, so it's a very odd... It's a very odd. They have to do is not sign a paper, and I can't can't work. That is also true. Yeah, it, that's that's the weird. But also, then, but every parent looks at it as like, would I really do that? Because I'm so accustomed to this life. They all do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all do. Yeah, so, that would be a weird one. Yeah, I was just curious because I. Obviously, having been a child during all of that, I didn't. I thought it was fantastic. I, I still, looking at it with the nostalgia, I still love it. So I was always curious why people hated them. I didn't really mind him, I guess. People, I think, had a problem relating both boys, Jake Lloyd and Hayden Christensen, to Darth Vader. I think that was their problem. I think they had See, a problem. Someone put it that way. I think they had a hard time relating. Well, that's because the, them to such an iconic villain. The majority of humans live in this fabricated world where people who appear nice can't turn out to be fucking murderers. Which is like every single story. He couldn't do that. He's such a good character. And I'm like, I am tired of hearing people who are terrible glorified. Yeah, like when you know the truth, or you know, yeah, you know, yeah. like I fucking hate it. Yeah, oh, I get it completely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're getting rambly. Yeah, yeah. So, are we good? How are we all done? We're right at one sixteen. Oh, perfect. Sounds good to me. And plus, those are good. You know, with the ads and yeah, solids. yeah, perfect. All right. Well, this has been another fantastic uh, Ahsoka season finale, Star Wars ramble on. If George Lucas would let us write it, we'd do it for him. 
yeah. episode yeah. of Bites and Bacon. Let everybody so, yeah. bitch at us on it, Yeah, I don't care. I, oh, I, I, I cast that check and let them bitch all day. Fucking dick. Cast that check and let them bitch all day. And I want to find the amount of people that are now going to know my name. Yeah, I just, yeah, it'd be fantastic. So, all right, this has been Pints and Pages. I'm Nick. I'm Brad. I'm Levi. Sure.